0: Maybe I'll try this one. Hey, y'all. Hey, welcome to the Unangry Black Woman Podcast. I am your host, the healing coach, Tiffany Fox. And the Unangry Black Woman Podcast, we talk about real things, real conversation with real people. So the Unangry Black Woman Podcast is it is a podcast, but it's a movement. I want to showcase and highlight the black experience. I want us to get away from stereotypes and myths of the angry black woman, the hostile. And I really want to create a safe space where we can learn from each other and really put our experience out there. So without further ado, our guest today is none other than Miss. To Zila McClain. She's one of my closest friends since 81
1: 1981, yes. yes
0: so that's an inside <laughs> joke because we were both born in 81. Shout out <laughs> to 81. Yes. But we have been friends actually since, whoo, 2009, I think. 2009. Yeah, 2009. Think. yeah. Yep. yeah. Yep. So she has been through many life phases with me girl yeah and so our conversations are real at this point you know she's one of my best friends and there is no hose bars we do life and so i i'm honored for her to be on the show today because we have these conversations in real life and i'm like we need the podcast we need to be on the mic because people need to hear our conversations um Welcome.
1: Thank you for inviting me. I'm excited. Absolutely. Did you want to introduce yourself to the people? I am Tazila (laughs) McLean. I've been her friend since (laughs) 1981. (laughs) And I'm just excited about being here, excited about your new podcast. This is going to be great. Yes. And I'm excited for us to talk about some things that we talk about privately. Absolutely. Publicly, because I'm sure other people share some of the same opinions and talk about these things more. Yeah. So I'm just excited to be here. So thank you for inviting me.
0: Absolutely. Thank yeah. you for accepting the invitation. All right. So without further ado, our topic today is colorism. So, uh, I know it's a sensitive subject, but we got to flush it out, guys, and we got to talk about our experience um, with colorism, what it is, what it isn't. And it's not happenstance um, that I invited to Zila because this is a topic that she is passionate about (laughs) we have a lot of conversations about this so it it was only right to bring her on because I wanted someone not to bring me the textbook um, experience or explanation or definition but I want to talk about lived experiences as a dark-skinned woman and then I have an experience as a light-skinned woman so it, it it it's divine that we're here right yeah all right. So, let's get into it. And you know, with all the controversy with loving hip hop, you know, with colorism being a hot topic or a buzzword in the media, I thought it would be it's time to have this conversation now. So, I'm going to let you start. Okay. What <laughs> is colorism to you?
1: Wow. So, colorism is to me when people treat people differently um, or think differently, or have – treating, thinking differently, I guess being prejudiced or being a certain way towards people due to them being their color. Okay. Um. That's what my definition of it was. And so just listen to me say their color because I looked up the definition and it's okay. a little bit different. It was different? Okay. Yeah, okay. okay. So, yeah. So that's mine. So, yeah.
0: What was the uh, textbook definition that you The textbook said?
1: definition is it's the prejudice or discrimination against an individual with a dark skin tone, typically among people of the same ethnic or racial group. Okay. So, being said, why I say color is because I thought that colorism goes for light skin or dark skin, if okay. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, I thought that I could be act a certain t- way towards you because you're light skin. Okay. Didn't realize. And I've looked up, and everywhere I'm looking, this word is singing dark skin. Okay. So it just it was a little different from me because I just assumed, you know what I'm saying? It was I'm treating you based off of the color of your skin, whether you're dark or light, because I might feel somewhere about all light skinned people. Okay. Or all dark skin, but it's not. So Okay. Yeah, That's yeah. a
0: textbook. So I get that because I think colorism lends to for my for my uh definition, privilege for lighter skin. Mine is reverse racism. I'm sorry, reverse colorism Colorism. when it leads to light skin. So it it was the same as, like, the context of of racism. So you got racism and then reverse racism. So, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So tell me, uh, what's your experience with colorism?
1: Hmm. What's your personal journey? My personal experience from colorism, um... When she asked me about the topic, um, we actually haven't talked about this in a while, though, which is besides when the love and hip-hop. So I've been doing good with that. Um, from childhood, I don't think anybody had to say anything. I noticed things within my family. My family, on my dad's side, I was raised with majority. My grandmother and my grandfather were both for dark skin. Mm-hmm. But they have children different color. That's what happens with black people. You know, we can have light baby genetics don't work, you know. Right, right. So, um, but I noticed a difference in certain family members being treated differently or looked at differently because of their skin tone. Um, Growing up, I noticed people saying things about people's babies based off of their skin tone. Mm -hmm. But also, too, I noticed that people made these statements like, get out of sun before you turn real black. Mm, or okay. oh I've been in the sun too long because I'm about to get black
0: like they want to get black
1: no 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 oh. like black is the wrong thing let me get out the sun because I'm oh. about to be real black Okay. it was like the terminology was very negative it wasn't like oh I'm being in the sun I'm going to get dark and it was like the way they said black was an emphasis on it like that's a you don't want to get too black Um. so from a childhood and growing up I experienced that I experienced it I feel like in school I experienced people being different towards me um, I also feel like as an adult, I think I saw it more. I saw it within my family, but as an adult, I dated someone that I was engaged to and he would let me know all the time that he does not really like dark skinned women, even though I'm dark mm-hmm. and that he really dated light skinned women, went to his hometown, him and his friends and cousins. That's all they talked about was, oh, you got you a light when you got you a good one in front of me. Now, I know that sounds foolish that I dated somebody like that, but I was 25. <laughs> Tiffany looking at me like, you dated dating him? I was engaged to you him. You so, let him know. So I was 25, first real love, first real relationship. I didn't know no better. Um, I've dated men that make emphasis about a woman being lighter or a woman being Hispanic or a woman being something else besides black being better. I've, I've heard men say that. I've been around men that I'm friends with. And they've made statements. Oh, yeah, you got you a light one. That's a good one. And my face is just like, what? While I'm sitting right here. And I don't even know if people are aware that they're saying those things. Mm -hmm. I think possibly up until recently, I probably didn't even pay attention to the impact that played on what I thought about myself and how I felt about Mm, myself. Let's talk about it. So, yeah. So how did it make you feel about you? I think it made me feel like I was less worthy of like somebody being attracted to me. Mm-hmm. I thought that, um, especially with black men who I love, um, were I was always going to be second best. Mm. Okay. Um, I don't feel like that now, but I think like g- going through her telling me, you know, about this topic yeah. and thinking about it and thinking about what I was going to talk about today that kind of came to mind that, like, it really did play, let me say this, it played a part in, I think, of what I thought about myself and other people around me. I had a friend one time tell me, I was sending her pictures, she's like, everybody you think is pretty is light. Mm. And I didn't even pay attention to that. She was like, why is everybody you think it's pretty is pretty as light? It was a friend of mine that's Hispanic, actually, that said it to me. Oh, wow. And I was like, interesting. So do you think that light is better? I don't. Okay. But I think that subconsciously in my mind, something was making me feel like that was prettier. Okay. Maybe not better, but prettier. Prettier. Or what the standard of what beauty is, maybe. So do you think that way now? I don't. Mm-mm. Okay. mm Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. But I think that I was thinking that when she said it, I was like, what? She was like, every single girl that you send me a picture of that you think is pretty is light-skinned. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow.
0: So my experience uh, with... Uh, colorism probably didn't come into play until probably my adult years. So as a kid um, growing up in Buffalo, New York, I went to a Catholic school um, where it was predominantly white. And so I think subconsciously for me, my battle was being black yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it didn't matter light skin, dark skin, you know, my black. mother, my mother is is light skinned. And my father is dark skin, so I didn't, you know, think of, you know, and in our family, we know we just got all different colors. So I, I don't think we got treated any different because of, you know, our complexions. But I think my fight growing up was constantly just being black. Being black. And so it wasn't I moved in this to the south in two thousand and five. And so it wasn't until I got here that um, I really started to see some remnants of it. And then our friendship, you telling me, <laughs> can I be honest, you telling me like, oh, you know, um, because for for me, it's always been fighting the black card, you know, just being black, not even. And so there could have been. Um, preferential treatment because I was lighter skinned, but I wouldn't have known because
1: I'm black. It was you focused know. on being a black person. Right. That was all like, I'm going to be heard, and I'm black, right. and you're going to treat me. Respect, yeah, <laughs> but in this
0: field, is as, as meeting different women and hearing that that's a real experience yeah. that they have, and then it shaped how they looked at themselves. Because mm-hmm. you aren't the first woman, of course, yeah. to say that now I'm a little bit more sensitive, you know, to it. And then, like you said, other people, so I don't think now, sometimes I'll be honest, sometimes I think people pull the colorist card. Too often, mm-hmm. you know, there was an incident, I think, on Basketball Wives and, you know, the minute a light skinned person says something, and it's been my experience, the light skinned person says something, the dark skinned person feels it's an attack because, I agree. right? So sometimes I think we're a little oversensitive, mm-hmm. but it, it does exist. But I think whether you're a colorist or not, you can perpetuate colorism. I agree. And so when you talk about, you know, men and their preferences, you know, I need a foreign, you know, I want to, you know, this, While Okay. They might not be saying it's better and they might not even want to marry. They may just want to experience that type of, you know, culture. It does lend to this is your fantasy and this isn't. Yeah. Um, Comments like, you're cute for a dark skin oh girl or, you know, so those yes. comments perpetuate colorism. Yeah. So um I, you know, I, I totally agree with you. But I think sometimes we're a little sensitive yeah. to and I I just think as 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 a generation, as a yeah. culture completely, yeah. we are extra sensitive. But sometimes I think because light skinned people say stuff, um, you know, we take offense to it or we automatically put it mm-hmm. in the colorism box. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about reverse uh, colorism Mm -hmm. for a moment. So with that, you know, I know a lot of light-skinned people, a lot of um, people with mixed races Mm -hmm. who have lighter lighter hues and lighter tones, Mm -hmm. they fight being black enough. I agree. So I think they get the struggle or they get the brunt of – being black enough. And we all know where colorism started. It started from from slavery. Um, what I did learn about colorism though is it does exist among other cultures. It does
1: not stop with us in African Americans. Yeah. It does. And so not it's it's
0: stop. I bred Native Americans, South Asia. Yep. Um Latinos. Latinos, absolutely. So yep. it's just not it's just not a black thing, y'all. Yep. It is, it is um, you know, across cultures. But we know how it started with us mm-hmm. because the preferential treatment the house slave was typically light skin. Mm-hmm. Field slave was was dark skin, and it was it was different treatment. But let's talk about reverse racism. Colorism. Colorism. I keep <laughs> saying racism because that's my fight, y'all. Yeah. That's my fight. <laughs> right. But colorism. But at the end of the day, you know, the light skinned person sometimes has to fight one being black, mm-hmm. right? Two, being um, black enough. Yep. And three, extra cautious that I'm not saying the wrong thing to offend my kind because yep. I'm light-skinned. Yep. And I think we don't lend enough to that part either. I know um, the show Blackish.
1: Oh, I love that show.
0: It was a great episode between Rainbow and then the mom, and mm. they talked about mm. their experiences with being light-skinned and, and brown-skinned. So I think that was amazing uh, question for you. So we talked about these men you dated. Can we go there? Can we go? Yeah, can we, we be can. transparent? All right. So we talked about the men that you dated. Would you date them again now?
1: Can I cuss?
0: Sure. <laughs>
1: Why does everybody ask that on this show? <laughs> hell Y'all no. know we cuss in real life. <laughs> hell no. Hell, hell no. No, I would not date them Um, because I am a different, I have evolved a lot. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. For. Me evolving. Um, I'm a different person than I was last year. So I wouldn't date somebody that I dated last year. Um, You
0: you said you ain't going backwards, huh?
1: Not going back because who I am right now. They couldn't handle it. Um, (laughs) But um, for real, I just, I wouldn't date them because I'm at a different place. I love myself. I like myself. Whether I'm fat, skinny, dark, short, black, white, I love who I am right now. And I love who I'm becoming. And whoever's going to be with me, they're going to have to like who I am right now. Right now, I may change or things may get better or worse or whatever, but they're going to have to like the Tazeela they see right now. Okay. And I don't feel like I should have to be in competition from some woman from your past or your mama, because that was an issue too, because my mama likes skin, in. That's pretty. My mama uh-huh. beautiful. Um, You know, we can get into the Oedipus. Is it the Oedipus <laughs> complex is what that is? Uh-oh. Yeah. Next,
0: next show, next episode. No, sorry, look.
1: But, yeah, so <laughs> I'm just not going to do that. I hope this the person that – uh that I'm talking about will probably see this because they're my Facebook friends. Okay. <laughs> Which is fine. Um, but yeah, definitely I would not date them. Um, it ain't even about the colorism; it's a lot of other stuff, but I just don't want that battle. I don't, okay. I don't want that battle. I don't want to battle with somebody or feel like that's not something relationships are already are. That's not something that I want to have to deal with. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I'm
0: gonna go a, le- a, a layer deeper. Okay. Go okay? ahead.
1: Layers. So, <laughs> so,
0: Everybody has a preference. Okay. Okay. So would you agree that you have a preference in the type of man that you Are
1: prefer? you asking me, do I agree, or are you asking me, do you agree if I have a preference? No, no, no. I'm
0: asking, do you have a preference <laughs> uh, of a, of the physique or physical man and then the heart of the man that you want?
1: My friends, Tiffany, think I got a certain type.
0: Do you have a type? Do you have a preference?
1: I do have a preference. Pause. Go ahead. So, <laughs> so, if
0: said man that was interested in you, mm-hmm. right, really liked you, mm-hmm. but his preference is light
1: skin, would you date him? Hmm. I would date him if he was mature enough to not keep reminding me that I'm dark. That's my issue. You got to remind me that I'm dark-skinned and you usually don't date dark-skinned women. I don't, why are we talking about, you know what I'm saying, talking about that? Like, why is that even a conversation to keep having? That was the issue. Okay. Because I do think people are entitled to their preferences. Okay. Okay. Um, And I think there have been men that have dated me. I was not their preference. It might have been because. The way I love, or how great of a person I, you know, my personality is great that they fail for me or whatever, or like me for the moment. But that's true, I could, but I just don't. That's not something I want to hear every time. Okay. I like I only I usually only like Hispanics or so I only usually like light skinned women. You, but I'm gonna talk to you like I'm second best or something. You know. Okay. That's my issue. So but yeah. he can
0: have his preference.
1: Yeah, you can. Anybody can have their preference. So I want you to be but with who you want to be with. Just now.
0: don't remind you.
1: Why would you keep reminding me that over and over again? I mean, I just think like it's, it starts to be like, are you really wanting to be with me or are you really just wanting to keep reminding me? Okay, yeah, I, I don't just, know. That's I just, just wanted to be clear yeah. for the yeah. listeners,
0: yeah. Out there, that's just
1: me. Out somebody there. will probably get on here and argue about what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm sure. It's all right. We'll bring that's them on my the show. We'll bring in them my on the life. show. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I just speak my truth. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: what would you tell anyone who is in identity crisis? Due to colorism.
1: This is funny that you said that. This morning I went to Waffle House. Shout out to
0: Waffle House. I know.
1: And a girl was in there with a head down, dark skin, young black girl with a head down. And I looked at her and I smiled. She looked at me and smiled, but it was like funny. So when I got up to the register, I said, I smiled at you because you wasn't smiling. Mm. And I don't think you know how beautiful you are. And she was like, and she just smiled. I said, you got pretty skin. You a pretty girl. You young woke up today you blessed so i would just pour into that person i remember having a child that was in foster care a girl she had to be like 14 or 15 was pregnant and she was on the floor crying about how she hated that she was dark and she hoped her baby ain't dark that thing hurt my heart mm. and no matter how beautiful we told her she was she didn't see that mm-hmm. um i think it's harder now because this generation has social media mm. and we're gonna probably talk about that yeah media plays a part in what we think is beautiful and what we don't. It's forced upon us what image looks like, what's beautiful and what's not. I agree. Um, and so I would just pour into that person. I mean, that's the only thing I think you can do because it just depends on where you are emotionally. People, you know, you my friends tell me stuff about me, and I might be like, well, whatever, because that's not what I feel. So right. it's just like I would just pour into that person and – Keep encouraging them because I feel like that's the same way you can tear somebody down all the time and make them feel a certain way. You can build them up to get them to feel a certain way about themselves. Point out the good stuff about them. Okay, um, that's what I would do. Um,
0: do you think men, black men in particular, experience colorism? Yes. <laughs> she was confident. In that. Yeah,
1: I, I've heard. Black, I hear black men be like, "They don't like me because I ain't light skinned guys." I'm like, "What?" Well, I'm not light-skinned. I'm like, light-skinned me and and I'm like, why are we... I don't yeah. know. I'm just at this place in my life. I'm light like, skinned men was in though. Back, oh, was it back in the day? Yeah, that was. Like Christopher Williams. Yeah, you like you kn- you know that you
0: know the <laughs> I New know Jack because, City. I know that the New Jack Swing I that era. I think
1: like memes about their light skin when light skin men. you meant, know they it had it, the little you was, know. <laughs> yeah. I did used to like from yeah. Criss Cross. I like the light skin. least yeah. I know. See? Yeah, colorist. Yeah, probably was <laughs> and didn't even know it. I was like I remember my I blood. Like, they gotta be light skinned with a box. If they don't got no box and they ain't light skin, I want like if they didn't have a box, I didn't want to be what whatever but yeah so yeah um I do think men have to experience that too I do I mm-hmm. think amongst black people we experience it period I think that we just even with you talking about I wanted to talk more about you with the light skin or mixed-race black people mm-hmm. especially women I haven't heard that much about men but I've heard women had to fight every day oh yeah I've heard yeah. women girls jump them yeah. it's sad because they're light skin. oh she thinks she's pretty because her hair mm-hmm. long and I just want to go to school and hang out with everybody So that's why I thought colorism, the definition was about color. I didn't think it was about dark skin, but I guess it is reverse colorism. It is. But, yeah, it's sad that as a people, we got a big enough fight to fight already. Right. That we got to worry about the color of our skin and not the content of who we are as a person. Yeah, I agree. Um, So, yeah, it makes me sad. Yeah.
0: I remember um, at the time, again, as a, as a kid, I had no idea what colorism was. But at the time, I remember um, being jumped by a group of girls um, because, you know, it, I thought at the time because I was a new girl, but it was because I was light skin, long hair, things like that. But no, I, I totally agree. I, I think we don't talk enough about the, the reverse colorism. Um, and we hear Amber Rose tell her story about, you know, and I, I know a lot of uh, mixed kids say, you know, what, what who do I identify with? I'm not black enough, but my white, you know, side or my other side feels mm-hmm. like, oh, you black. And so it, it is a struggle. It, it is a struggle. And then do you tell the light-skinned girl to turn her light down because the world says she's something that she's not trying to be? Yeah, she's just trying to be herself and she live just, every
1: day. Yeah. She just trying to be She'll black. She'll she she's better than nobody else. Exactly. You're right.
0: So, you know, um, but yeah, awesome. What would you tell the men of our culture?
1: About colorism.
0: How to be more sensitive <laughs> towards their remarks. And Do
1: not tell a dark-skinned woman that you're pretty to be dark-skinned. Do not tell a light-skinned woman with your high yellow self Keep reminding them that they like. They already know they like. They don't need to hear that their whole life. With your white self and your how you red. You a red bone. They don't need to hear that. It was a guy
0: uh, the other day I went to an event, and he said um, I was rooting for Buffalo Bills, and he said, shout out to the Buffalo Bills. But he said, you acting real light-skinned right now. Yeah. I said, you're going to be on the podcast. because. But, yeah, yeah but stuff like that. Yeah. Right? What does that mean? What does that yeah. even mean? Right? Yeah. So, yeah, I yeah.
1: got you. So I agree. I think that um, I, that's just what I think. I think we men need to be sensitive to that. I think they need to be, you know, I don't need you to keep telling me how dark I am. You dark. You a chocolate black chocolate. Well, I don't need you to tell the lights. Because I have a friend that's light-skinned, and she does not want to hear that. That what? That she's light-skinned. Like, she don't need nobody to keep reminding her that she's light-skinned on time. Oh, okay. You light, bright, you white, you a white girl. You know, all this stuff. No, just... Compliment the person on who they are. Absolutely. Like, aren't we bigger than that now?
0: We have, uh, we take questions from production. Okay. So we'll
1: what does production got to say? Production. Is
0: so, production wasn't paying attention. So, go ahead. <laughs> So we actually just talked about that. We talked about uh, light-skinned men being in, and do we feel like men um, experience colorism? So the question from production was, um, what do we tell – do women objectify men based okay. on color, um, i.e. New Jack City, i.e. Morris Chestnut, i.e.
1: I'm sorry, because I'm in. because she – she looking at me because she know I don't make statements. Because the last person I dated, I was like, he was light-skinned. I don't really like light-skinned dudes. Mm-hmm. So that That's was wrong. It. We getting real. Me we getting real. To say that, he was a great person. We just didn't work. And i was light-skinned. light-skinned? You remember the last person I dated? No, before? I
0: said we didn't work because he was light-skinned. No, it wasn't because oh, he was light-skinned. it's just because okay. he had other stuff. But oh, he was okay. a great
1: person. <laughs> Stuff just don't work for people sometimes. But I do have to stop saying that because you're absolutely right, Kenya. I oh, was right production. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Production, cut that. You're absolutely right that we do sometimes. So you do it. Because I see memes where they be like, if you light-skinned, that's what you doing. They might have prints laying on the floor. Light-skinned It'd be stuff like that. It does. So we do need to work on that as people, And then
0: if, yeah. if, we're, if we're staying on the men, and colorism, light skinned men are depicted as more softer. Yep, that's mm-hmm, what I was gonna say. You absolutely than right. dark skinned
1: men, right?
0: Yeah. And we 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 all know that's not true.
1: The two light skinned men I dated wasn't soft at all. I'm sorry. Good gracious. I want them to take some of the aggressiveness down. I don't I say that I won't date a light skinned man, but everybody know I love Chris Brown.
0: What's your preference?
1: My preference ain't about light skin or dark skin. My preference Good is tall, head, taller, <laughs> usually with a beard. That's usually what I like. That's about it. It don't really got nothing to do with the color, but as my friends would Pro- say,
0: production aside, I ain't you over here,
1: but my my friends would say something different. Because we say know, it we, be know a jerk. <laughs> we know the truth. We know the truth. But, yeah, that that's – but she knows that. I'm like, I like somebody new. And I show she was like, he looked like out rest arrest him. He got a bow head. <laughs> he got a beard. Fine. Look, that's about it. But, yeah. But, so yeah. That's all. Awesome. But, no, I don't think that – but I do think that we – it's got to be equal. as women and men. You know, we can't be saying light-skinned men are soft. Mm-hmm. We can't be saying that dark light-skinned women or mixed-race women think they're better or – Wanting to fight them or mad or jealous of them because they just were born that way. Nobody can control that. Just the same as we can't say the dark skin, you're so pretty to be dark. You're really pretty to be dark, as though like being dark is not pretty. Or we gotta work on saying, Let me get out this sun if I get real black. Okay, if you get black, what's gonna happen? You're a black and it's person. funny
0: because a lot of people are tanning or wanna go tanning. That's so the craziest thing you yeah. know. Things that we don't like sometimes. Other, other cultures. Love yeah, it. they, they love it and try to try to embrace it. So yeah. Definitely. Well, Ms. Zila, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Uh, I enjoyed this conversation. Thank
1: you, and I'm sorry to Drake and Chris Brown. I love you guys. <laughs> Y'all are very talented. Drake, Chris Brown, we want you on the show. So if you hear this, just ignore me. I'm just saying stuff. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Brown, I love you, baby. You know that. right. <laughs>
0: Thank you all again for tuning in to another episode of the Unangry Black Woman. I am your host, your healing coach. I hope you've enjoyed this discussion. I hope it was insightful. I hope it was informational. I hope that you take this uh, topic and you bring it into your own living room and have your own conversations. We'll be back soon with another exciting episode for you all, but until then, we cannot control how life shows up. We can control how we show work in life. y'all, be great.